hundreds million of Chinese are so fed up. I think、uh, that the God created that freedom yearning spirit reached to the limit. Right? He said, "Enough is enough. You know, we're done. We、uh, freedom or die." I mean, that's what they call for. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus's words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help. Right now on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network. Welcome again to the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton. We have the privilege this week of talking with Bob Fu. He is the founder and the president of the China Aid Association. He is also the author of a book, "God's Double Agent: The True Story of a Chinese Christian's Fight for Freedom." He is a former a prisoner for Christ in China, a former teacher at the Communist Party School in Beijing. Bob, welcome again to Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Thank you, Todd. It's always a joy to be with you. We're going to talk about persecution of Christians, which is obviously kind of our main focus here at VOM Radio. But I want to start out with kind of a big picture look because there's been a lot going on in China, even even in the last few days. There's been a lot going on in China. So let's talk about what is happening.、Uh, I'm thinking first back to the Communist Party Congress and President Xi Jinping. Normally, the Communist Party leaders get two terms and then they move on. Someone else comes into that role. He just got put in for a third term. Talk a little bit about that and and how significant that is. Yeah, it's very significant because he is officially the dictator, a tyrant, and successfully removed the term limit of the presidency from the China Constitution. Then at the twentieth Party Congress this fall, he removed that party secretary、uh, restriction、uh, for usually two terms, as you just just mentioned. I mean now he is basically set for himself as a president for life. So that means basically all his、uh, challengers or potential challengers, even for you know really the future challengers, are either dead or forced to commit suicide, or totally eliminated.、Um, so now the seven member in the standing committee of the Politburo who rule China basically has to、uh, show their total. 100% loyalty to see himself、um, now. Yeah. Wow. And I know one of the things about the Communist Party Congress that got a lot of attention, a lot of questions, was the former leader, who was sitting right next to Xi Jinping. Halfway through, people come in. They literally get him and escort him out of the room. By force. By force. Yeah. Does this mean he had a COVID test? Does this mean? You know he's gone forever. He's discredited. How did you read that as somebody who obviously is is an authority on what's going on in China? Well, that obviously reminded me of、uh, the former party secretary、uh, that caused the Tiananmen Square students' movement、mm-hmm. uh, in 1989, of, of which you were a part. I was sitting <laughs> in, there, in occupied、Square. part of the Tiananmen Square along with the many other students. Thirty-three years ago, and、um, when that party secretary was also removed by force, 
until his death. He has never got his freedom. So this guy was not like ready to leave the the hall. I mean, he was very reluctant, and he was like obviously tried to read the final name list uh, of the new leadership and sees、uh, lieutenants who are sitting right next to him. Grab, I mean, take, literally、yeah. grab that paper. Said, "Don't make trouble." Then he tried to reach the C's desk on his next, and C was like putting, you know. Then talk to his uh, um, guards, basically escort him escort out, him out. and just、uh, so、we don't know what's going to happen、okay. to him. And basically, the official explanation is: Oh, President Hu Jintao did not feel well. Well, <laughs> he was forced to、right. be not、he、feeling was, well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is there anyone who could say no to him? Is there any check on his power at this point in China? No one, not a single one. So these are his yes men. These are really basically if Xi Jinping wants them to. Die tomorrow, they cannot delay for one minute. Xi Jinping has absolute control on them, their family, so they have nothing but to show their loyalty to Xi Jinping. We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Bob Fu. He is the founder and president of the China Aid Association. We'll give you a link to their website when you come and look at the show notes at vomradio.net. So Bob, we had the Communist Party Congress, and then a few weeks later, we have protesters in the streets in multiple cities in China. This, I never thought I would see that. I never thought I would see protesters allowed in the streets of China without another Tiananmen Square crackdown, another violent crackdown. And then a few days later, at least and publicly, they have. Sort of rolled back some of the restrictions that have been in place regarding COVID and the control level on the people.、Uh, my question to you again: What did you make of that? What did you make of the protest, and then the fact that the government at least seems to have changed course a little bit in answer to the protesters' demands? Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, in seventeen、uh, out of thirty provinces. Over 100 university campuses, you、wow. know, students participate in their local,、uh, either street or public square. This kind of large-scale protest. I mean, it is the lar- largest one since the Tiananmen Square. It's not only to say, "Oh, stop the COVID、uh, zero po- COVID policy, stop the restriction." They are calling for. Down to the Communist Party, step down, Xi Jinping. I mean, it's a freedom, freedom, freedom. They are shouting freedom. Wow! It's really、uh, it shows the、um, the millions of Chinese,、uh, hundreds of millions of Chinese are so fed up. I think、uh, that the God created that freedom yearning spirit reached to the. Limit, right? He said, "Enough is enough. <laughs> we're done. You know, we're done. We、uh, freedom or die. I mean, that's what they call for." So, Xi Jinping, we have seen under his ten years now, we've seen more religious restrictions. We've seen more churches closed. We've seen more pastors arrested. Yes. When we look at now, at least five more years of Xi Jinping, and like you say, there's really no mechanism now to remove him from power.、Mm-hmm. So we look at at least five more years.、Mm-hmm. What do Christians in China see when they when they say, "Hey, Xi Jinping's going to be in charge for the next ten years"? 
What does that mean for them? I think it means、uh, there will be more、uh, persecution, more restriction, kind of more ways to control the church. Including, of course, the government sanctioned churches. I think that's、uh, been one of the things over the last ten years that has, I think, really dramatically shifted. You know, yes. When I first went to China, they would say, "Well, yes,、uh, the, the house churches are persecuted because they won't join the if they would just join the registered church, there would be no be、okay. persecution.、Yeah. It would all be okay." <laughs> But in the last ten years, we've seen registered churches torn down.、Oh, we've seen、targeted. registered、yeah. church pastors sent to prison. So he really has eliminated the idea that the registered churches is fine and tolerated.、Mm-hmm. Is there something in Xi Jinping's background, either personally or or from a government perspective, that you could kind of have seen this coming? Like you knew he was anti. Religion. He was anti-Christian even before he was president, or did he kind of build this policy after he became in charge of the country? Well, I,、uh, now I mean we can tell it was part of his gene. Initially, when he took power, remember every side they, they had a high hope. They think, oh well, Xi Jinping's father was、uh, deemed as a reformer.、Uh, Mr. Xi Zhongxun was. Carry out a reform policy、uh, in Guangdong Province when he was the governor, and he had some even persecution experience, like、right. being sent to the re-education through labor during the Cultural Revolution. And、uh, people felt, well, you know, he may learn something. Well, he learned something from King Jingnan. <laughs> I, I think he he really wants to follow the step of、uh, King Jingnan of North Korea. I mean, you have seen the. First,、uh, yeah, the forced demolition campaign of the crosses, thousands of churches. I mean, then the sinicization campaign, try to make church to be compatible with the socialism, communism, communism ideology. Then he started the allegiance. I mean, forced allegiance to himself. It's right, very、the、personal kind of personality cult. cult. Yeah, personality yeah. cult. Literally. Uh, they have been told in registered churches, let's take down the picture of Jesus at the front of the sanctuary, and let's put up a picture of Xi Jinping. That's right. That's what we want you to have in front of your church. Let's not sing Christian hymns at the start of your service. Let's sing Communist Party hymns at、That's、the beginning、right. of your service. And so, really, almost trying everything in his power to take Jesus and Christianity out of the church and turn it into a. Essentially, a communist rally. It is a real evil cult, right? <laughs> They call Christian churches as evil cult.、Uh, also, using the face recognition cameras, the modern civilian technology, basically try to—I mean—to forbid any children, any school students, teachers, I mean, even some nurses, I mean, doctors. Um, they are not allowed to carry their faith. I mean, basically, millions of Chinese Christian children. Uh, for the first time since the Cultural Revolution, were forced to sign a Communist Party prepared form in public to renounce their faith. I mean,、wow. it has never happened since the Cultural Revolution. Then, And imagine the pressure on a young person, a student,、oh, let's say enormous, 14,、yeah. 15, 16 years old.、Mm-hmm. Do you want to sign this document or do you want to have no future? That's right. How does the church in China prepare even teenagers, even young people, to to face that choice and say, "No, I'm not going to sign the document. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm going to keep following." How do they instill that in 
even children and young people. Many house church leaders, I mean, see this as kind of a new wave of testing their faith after like almost 20 plus years of uh, relative stability. But I think the the new wave of this kind of persecution bring back to the lessons the older generation of house churches have learned on how to be faithful to the Lord until the death. Through the suffering, uh, they learn how to obey the Lord and his word. So a Christian sister from the Covenant House Church was asked by the police sarcastically. The police said, when did you start loving your Lord passionately? <laughs> and this sister said, I only began to love the Lord passionately after you arrested me when the shackles wore out my feet. I realized a little bit how much Christ had paid for me. Isn't this the hope? I mean, I think uh, of uh, the church and, of course, of, of hope of China. The early Ren Covenant Church, we know the pastor, Pastor Wang Yi, is serving nine years in imprisonment. All the elders are being arrested. Some are still serving in imprisonment. They're not even allowed to have a, a house worship. And yet, every year, I mean, even during the COVID, they still have new baptism. So they have like dozens and dozens of new believers. I mean, that's a one small church. So Amazing. I, that, that's only the Holy Spirit. I think it's harder to credit anyone <laughs> at yeah. this time. You know, God will get his own glory. <laughs> We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Bob Fu. He is the founder and president of the China Aid Association. Bob, I want to talk about a couple of specific cases. And you mentioned early rain. You mentioned Pastor Wang Yi. Mm-hmm. Are, are there any updates? This this pastor, for, for some reason, he is on my heart often. I think of him. I think of his wife. I think of their son, Joshua. Is there any updates about how Wang Yi is doing in prison and, and how his family is doing? Last we talked, they were essentially under house arrest. His wife yes. was not allowed to go out. Travel, she was not allowed right. to talk mm-hmm. to family members or church members. What's an update on their situation? Yeah. So Pastor Wang Yi, we, we did get some new uh, information. So he is in prison, very offbeat, and there was a like a virtual meeting scheduled with his mother. His mother gave the opportunity to his wife. So the for the first time, they had a oh, fir- they virtual to speak meeting. to each other. Oh, yeah. Wow. And uh, so we learned, I mean, Pastor Wang Yi has a, uh, a prayer list of over a thousand items. So to go through 1,000 items, uh, that takes a little bit of time, I think. Yeah. So he's praying for all, you know, everything. I mean, the church members, the the other churches, the uh, Chinese government. I'm sure, you know, Xi Jinping is on his list. I'm and sure. He's praying for America. I mean, praying for ours. I mean, so over a thousand items wow. of prayer. I mean, so he's pretty busy in the, <laughs> in the ministry, the he, prayer ministry. He has turned his prison time into a prayer retreat for, yeah. for a nine-year prayer retreat. Yeah. I mean, we continue receiving poems from like uh, uh, Pastor John's Hall, right? Yes, I and mean, I want to ask you about him. Mm-hmm. His prison sentence is coming soon to be over, right? Is that correct? I think he says it's the, uh, either the end of 2013 or early 14. Okay. 2014. 20, yeah. yeah, okay. So I think, uh, yeah. 
So wh- how, I was going to ask you about him as well. How? What are you hearing from him inside the prison? Every month we receive new poems. Yeah. I mean, he's upbeat. He's uh, uh, he's uh, because he was educated in the in American universities. So even the prisoner authorities, I mean, prison authorities know his English is pretty good. Right. So he was asked to uh, set up an English class in his prison, and he memorized the Bible. He used the scripture to have his uh, English Bible study groups in, in the prison. Uh, and wow. uh, really, I mean, it was, uh, we got quite a few poems. Uh, he was uh, share, sharing that uh, sentiment. And uh, so his mother was able to virtually also mm-hmm. met with him a few times. Um, so praise the Lord. I mean, I think, I mean, he lost a lot of weight, of course, and uh, but he's uh, looking forward, yeah, to come out, uh, to continue what God has called him. Is there any way that pressure from outside affects the way, and I think particularly of John Sao, who's married to an American lady. Yes. So there is kind of a foreign connection and, and a way for the outsiders to say, hey, let him go. Let him out of prison. Let him come back to his wife. Does that have any effect for Christian prisoners in China? Does it? And maybe it's a negative effect. Maybe it makes them more want to keep them longer. But does it change anything? Oh, definitely, it uh, uh, helps positively. I mean, basically, as a hard line, as even Xi Jinping's time, I mean, we have a comparison, actually. Uh, there's um, two uh, Taiwanese um, just a few years ago were taken in uh, as a prisoner of conscience for their perceived of, uh, dissident or freedom activities. So I met with one of them uh, in Taiwan in my recent trip, and he shared with me, he said, every time, Basically, when he compared the notes after he was released back to Taiwan, uh, because we invite his wife to testify in U.S. Congress and, uh, you know, we kind of a uh, European uh, Congre- I mean, the U- parliament in U.K. and Dutch parliament. So he compared the notes. He said every time there is this kind of uh, the advocacy or speaking mm-hmm. up, his condition was improved. Wow. I mean, they actually changed his uh, diet and gave him uh, you know, better food. Better food. I, mean, I mean, they give him more freedom and even like less labor. You know, like uh, uh, so. So they certainly are aware when there is news coverage, when someone testifies before Congress, when they're talking about a particular prisoner. The Chinese government is very much aware that that's happening. Oh, I mean, you should have uh, expect you have a lot of Totonetto fans, <laughs> Totonetto time fans. You know, the Chinese uh, must have have a team of uh, listening and translating and uh, the names that you mentioned. So that will definitely help. I mean, we, we got uh, quite other prisoners testified as well. I mean, a Christian human rights lawyer. Uh, Li Heping, he was actually in the U.S. quite a few times, and he's dedicated Christian. He was uh, arrested, of course, being tortured enormously. So he also uh, compared the notes, and uh, when Congress passed a resolution, I mean, he 
the life was uh, dramatically improved, mm. and uh, when they see uh, the Communist Party and knows notice, you know, somebody was uh, put on the uh, uh, petition or or prayer uh, kind of moment uh, campaign. Uh, certainly, yeah, it yeah. improves. It helps them. Well, I want to encourage our listeners to do two things. One is prisoneralert.com. We have a website. You can write letters to John Cao. You can write letters to Pastor Wang Yi. You, they will be translated on the website into Chinese. So, so you don't have to speak Chinese to talk to them in Chinese. Um, and so I would encourage you, as Bob has just shared, it absolutely 100% makes a difference in how they are treated, in how they experience the time in prison. The other thing I want to encourage you to do is talk to your government leaders about talking to China, about Christians who are in prison there, about religious freedom. Uh, and, and again, as Bob has said, it does make a difference. They, they know when that happens. So uh, I want to encourage you to have a voice, be a voice for persecuted Christians in China. Bob, it always seems like our time goes a little too fast for my liking. But as we finish up, how do we pray for China right now? I, I think of Xi Jinping. I think of the Communist Party. I think of the protests. But I also think of people like Pastor Wang Yi in prison. How do we pray right now for China and especially for Christians there? I mean, we are called to pray for the rulers, uh, for the those in the authority, brothers and sisters. When they see uh, President Xi's portrait was put on the uh, in the sanctuary uh, on the side of the cross or something, we're reminded they need to pray for this guy. Pray I mean, supernatural intervention, the Holy Spirit, you know, really have mercy on this guy because. Uh, Really, they're totally blinded. The spirit mm-hmm. is dead, right? They need a, re- a resurrection by the Holy Spirit. And, of course, uh, to, to pray for the government-sanctioned churches, the leaders, some are still serving like 12, 14 years imprisonment for refuse to tear down the cross from wow. the rooftop of the church building. And, uh, and, and that, so, again, that was in the legal churches. That was in the state-sanctioned yeah, churches. Registered churches. Their leaders are in prison for yeah. years and years and years. Yeah. Pray for the millions of Chinese children. Unfortunately, Apple company was uh, ordered and the then volunteer to take down all the Bible and Bible-related apps from the Apple store by hundreds of millions of Chinese uh, uh, iPhone users in China. So they don't suddenly have any access in their Apple Store to download Bible or Bible apps. So we pray, I mean, especially for children, they targeted this group. Uh, They want to uh, totally remove the access to the scripture. So pray for this you know, the Chinese children, they can still, in some creative way, find, um, you know, ways to to, to get uh, the uh, scripture. So at VUM, I mean, has a big project. Yep. We have a, a Sunday school in a box. I mean, nearly half a million children, because of this project, get access to the scripture, the Bible, in video format. We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Bob Fu. He's the founder and the president of the China Aid Association. Their website is chinaaid.org. We will give you a link also when you come to vomradio.net. I would also commend to you Bob's book, God's Double Agent, The True Story of a Chinese Christian's Fight for Freedom. He shares his story 
uh, growing up in China, growing up as a good communist, and then meeting Jesus, coming to faith in Christ, and really uh, changed his whole life. He ended up having to flee the country, uh, spent time in jail before he got out of China. So I would encourage you, Read the book, go to ChinaAid.org and and connect with Bob, connect with what ChinaAid is doing. Bob, thank you so much for being a, a representative, a passionate representative of our brothers and sisters in China. And thanks for sharing this week on Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Thank you, Todd. Thanks uh, all the millions of uh, uh, loyal, uh, faithful listeners. Um, really and a blessing. Merry Christmas. To our uh, friends in China, if, if you are listening— we are praying for you. We are praying for the church. We're praying for the government. So if, if you're part of the government, we're praying for you too. So I would encourage our listeners this week, pray for Christians in China, pray for Xi Jinping to have a dramatic encounter with Jesus Christ, to come to know him. And I want to encourage you to be back. The next two weeks, we are going to look back on some of the moving moments that we've had here on Voice of the Martyrs Radio in 2022. Uh, it will be an inspiring conversation. You'll hear bits and pieces of lots of different of our guests, stories of God's faithfulness, stories of how the church is growing, even as Bob has shared, in the midst of persecution. God is at work. The church is growing. I know those will be inspiring episodes, so I want to be sure you're back with us the next two weeks right here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network.